Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, dear friends. Welcome to this edition of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. And I am so excited and delighted that you are joining me today. Just thanking God always for the opportunity to come before you through the uh, avenue of this podcast. We've been doing a, I've been doing a teaching on the coming of the Antichrist. Um, laid the foundation by first talk, talking about the rapture of the church, and then going into the coming of the Antichrist and just breaking down these scriptures uh, word for word. This is episode number 73. So we're going to talk today about what's going to happen once the restrainer is removed. If you haven't been following this series or if you've missed one, you want to go back and listen in the archives so that you following right along and stay along. Um, It's been pretty meaty uh, teaching, but um, it's been powerful. So I've been enjoying studying and um, getting things together, and I hope that uh, you've been enjoying these messages and gaining a greater understanding about the Antichrist. A lot of times uh, when people do teaching on end times uh, or any topic of the end times, sometimes it's not taught right, and so it can leave people in fear and kind of panic, and the thing is, is there's nothing, we don't have nothing to fear if you're in Christ, you have nothing to fear, nothing to panic. And as long as you're on God's side, it will be well with you. And so if you're not on God's side, you need to really, really, really consider, really consider making the decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Give your life to him. I cannot stress that enough. I cannot stress that enough. While there is still time, while there is still time. So I want to make a couple of announcements before I begin, begin to get into this teaching Um, Last week, I was at a church in Middletown, Ohio, had a blessed time there, had a wonderful trip. It was nice to um, go and and travel there and just seeing all the beauty of fall uh, is just amazing. Uh, It never gets old. The picture of fall never gets old uh, where the trees are turning and it's just, oh, it's just so beautiful. God is so awesome. So we had a wonderful time there, Uh, preached a message, powerful word. Uh, the people were blessed. I was blessed uh, by the, 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 the pastor and his wife. They're dear friends of mine from Bible college. So it was good to see them again and good to just be in the company of the people of God again. want to make an announcement having a women's luncheon here in Indiana on Saturday, October the 29th at 1130 a.m. at the MCL on Township Line Road. Um, it's not too late to register. I think the registration is open maybe till today, what is today, Thursday, October the 20th. I think his registration will close on Eventbrite. But we do have a few slots left, so if you still want to come, 
um, you can do so and you will have to uh, pay your fee pay your registration fee to the cat my cash app all right so that's how we'll be taking it there so if you go to Eventbrite it's gonna say it's closed because I I had to you know close it at a certain time but it's still some seats left so if you still want to come you can also email me and see how you can get that information you can email at paulacornet32 at gmail.com I hope to see you there one thing that the Lord has told me is this he said if they come they will be healed if they come He's going to move. He's going to do some great and mighty things in their lives. But you got to come to be there. So you don't want to miss this event. All right. You do not want to miss this event. If it's a prelude to what happened last week in Ohio, then I am. I, and I know it's going to be even greater. I know it's going to be even greater than that. The presence of the Lord was tangible. It was tangible in the place. The Holy Spirit was just all in there. And great and mighty things God did. Also, book Champions in the Ring is a book collaboration that I was a part of. You can still get that book, but it's twenty five dollars to sign and ship. If you see me at the uh, the women's event, it'll be twenty dollars. I'll be signing books there, but if to ship it is twenty five dollars, and you'll have to send your monies to the Cash App or PayPal. Also, take Zelle, um, but you can uh, inbox me in my email to get more information on that and I'll send that information to you and you'll have to also inbox me your address paulocornet32 at gmail.com well let's get into this teaching praise the Lord Father we thank you today we thank you for your word Lord God that is alive and powerful so so powerful probably more powerful than what we understand I thank you Father God for the awesome plan of redemption that you had for your people Father God and I thank you that the chains of the enemy are being broken off the minds of people, Father God, that are listening to this podcast even now, that you're that you're working things out for their good. I thank you, Father God, that as I teach, I thank you that I yield myself to you. And I thank you, Father God, that your Holy Spirit will walk us through the pages of your word. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you are worthy to be praised. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, let's review really quick. We've been in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and been starting in verse 3. And as you remember, as I've told you in previous episodes, that Paul is describing the end time events here in this particular text. And you got to remember that the church at Thessalonica, they were being taught bad teaching. Okay, some of the teachers had said that the rapture had already come. And this upset the new believers. They were upset about this as you or I would be upset as well. So Paul, in, in this particular verse here, he is attempting to calm them down and like, let me explain this to you. Let me explain this to you correctly so that you have a clear understanding of what will happen and what will take place. And he starts off by saying in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, he says, let no man deceive you by any means. This was a very strong statement that he was saying and he was telling them that nobody should be should um, deceive you so apparently the people that were teaching these things were well-respected people and and people that uh, these believers held to high esteem and so Paul will say I don't care who they are I don't I don't care who it is let no man deceive you so that's a message for us as well today because we're living in the end times and you cannot let no man nobody deceive you you must know the word of God for yourself. You've got to read it for yourself. 
so that if you do hear something that is incorrect or not right the spirit of the lord will it will put it in check i can remember a time when i was sitting in a service and as the minister was teaching he was not teaching right and i i think he was i know he was sincere he didn't even realize it but the people were jumping and they were shouting and i'm sitting there thinking like that's not what that text is saying that's not what it, it sounds good it's entertaining but that's not what that's not what it what it's saying and so a lot of times when people are in services like that all the time then when they hit problems you know they're not able to to navigate or they're not able to to uh uh they, you know they need answers for their problems and the thing is is that you know we're living in a time where it's time to stop playing around with this little soft preaching and teaching you got to be teaching and telling people how to get to heaven. You got to be teaching and telling people about the end times and the last days and, and, and let them know and understand the signs of the time so that we'll be ready when he comes. That's what needs to be being taught. We've got enough of this, you know, like scared to say stuff and all that kind of stuff. You have to be bold and you have to declare what thus saith the Lord. And it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Yeah, people are going to not agree with it. But that's on them. You got to be obedient to what God is telling you to do. And you got to stand for the word of God. So he says, let no man deceive you. I was just thinking, let me say this too. There was another time I was in a service and <clears throat> crazy stuff was happening. Like weird stuff. Like, mm -mm, this is not right. I got up straight up and walked out. I sure did. I walked out of the service because I'm not for no foolishness. I am not for no foolishness. So, you know, I'm sitting there in this service and, you know, they're doing the wrong teaching and say, well, I recognize it because I know the word. I study the word. I read the word. So I know that. No, that's not what it says. It didn't say it like that. You've manipulated it. You know, you haven't done it the right way. So those that were teaching, they probably could have been, may have been sincere, but they were sincerely wrong. You know, you can be sincere and sincerely wrong. And <clears throat> the hearers, they got upset. So Paul had to set things straight. So he tells them, he says, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come. That day is just talking about the rapture, except there be a falling away first. So he tells them like, look, the rapture is not going to take place first. Before it takes place, you're going to see a falling away. And it's not just going to be a falling away in the church, but it's going to be a worldwide falling away. Remember, that's the Greek word apostasia. Okay, it's a revolt. It's a mutiny. So this falling away, it's going to be worldwide. And this word first, it means, is a Greek word proton. It means that this is going to take place first. So chronologically, before the rapture, there will be a worldwide falling away from the principles and the morals in the word of God. We are seeing that right now. We're seeing that right now. Okay, let's continue to go on. Except there will be a falling away first. And that man of sin... It's Greek word anomia, and it just translates, it means lawless, or the lawless one. So the man of sin, the man of, uh, or the son of perdition. Okay, he's going to be revealed. This word perdition, it means doomed, rotten, ruinous, decaying. Remember I gave you the example of uh, uh, meat that is filled with maggots. This is what the Antichrist represents. But he will portray himself. He's smooth, he's slick, he's sly. He's going to come as a progressive thinker. That has the answer for the world. And many people will be deceived because of this. He's going to abandon the values of the past. And he's going to especially silence the word of God. He's actually going to bring in the new world order. Which they're gearing up for that right now. 
But whatever he puts his hands to, it will be doomed. It will not, it will not prosper. It's not going to be good. Verse 4 says, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all. This word opposeth, it means that he's against everything that has been established. So he will get rid of all the values of the past, all those morals and all those things, you know, that have kept our society intact. He's going to get rid of all of those things. And then he's going to exalt himself. And that just means to be highly exalted above everything. So he will exalt himself above all world religions, especially Christianity, hence the name Antichrist. He's against Christ. He's the son of Satan. So he will literally sit in the temple. There's going to be a rebuilt temple, a third temple that's going to be rebuilt. And, and they are gearing up to rebuild that like now. Okay, they're rebuilt, trying to get that together to rebuild that. They have the technology to do it. But he's going to sit in the holies of holies that this is the place that is reserved only for God. But he will sit there and declare himself God. And people will believe it because he will perform false signs and wonders. Lying signs and wonders. He will be demonically influenced to perform signs and wonders. And people will say, oh, you know, people are going to really be moved by that. So let me read this in the... Um, let me read uh, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 4 in the RIV version. It says, do you understand who I'm talking about? I'm describing that person who will be so against God and everything connected with the worship of God that if you can imagine it, he will even try to put himself on a pedestal above God himself, sitting in God's rightful place in the temple and publicly proclaiming himself as God. All right, so then we go on to read... Um, verse 5 it says remember ye not that when i was yet with you i told you these things so paul is saying like look remember i told y'all this come on now let's get together you know i told you this verse 6 and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time so there is something that is withholding the antichrist from being revealed from coming center stage and trust me he wants to he wants to come because we see evil is 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 is, is trying to lurk in is lurking at an alarming rate as fast as we can as it as it can and he's being held back by the great restrainer and i told you in the last episode that the great restrainer is the church so once the restrainer is removed he will be revealed he has a set time and season to come to the forefront so it says here that he will be revealed or he will be unveiled so he's here right now. He's here living on the earth, but he's hidden. We don't know who he is, but he is here on this earth. So let me read the RIV of, of this next um, a verse. Uh, what do I have here? Revelations. I mean, I'm not Revelation, but uh, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 6, I believe it is. Let me see. Yes, yes, 2 and 6. Let me read the RIV version. It says, now, in light of everything I've told you before, you ought to be well aware by now that there is a supernatural force, that's the church, at work that is preventing the materialization of this person and the disclosure of his identity. This restraining force I'm referring to is so strong that it is currently putting on the brakes and holding back the unveiling of this wicked person, stalling and postponing his manifestation. But when the right moment comes, and there's going to be a right moment that's going to come, this evil one will no longer be withheld. 
He will emerge on the world scene. The screen that has been hiding his true identity and guarding him from worldview will suddenly be pulled back and evaporate, and he will step out on center stage to let everyone know who he is. So if people say, you know, I've seen the end. You have not seen the Antichrist. You don't know who he is. There are those that are in the forefront that we see that have the spirit of the Antichrist and that are being used like as puppets, you know, and things like that to to play this, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, this scenario out, you know, that that are that are demonically energized. Uh, we see before it's really like straight up demons, people that are just demon possessed. Uh, some of these policies and things that they are trying to invoke it's just just straight from the pits of hell is is what it is and so he's he's here but he's behind the scenes he's behind the scenes he's being hidden he's being uh veiled right now but he will be unveiled let's go on to verse seven it says for the mystery of iniquity doth already work only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way okay let's break this down so this word mystery is the word mysterion it's just a mystery a secret something that's once hidden but now it's revealed so this secret is only held in the hands of a few people so it's limited information there must be you must be included into this group to know what the secret plan is but there is a secret plan that is going on for the mystery of it says iniquities we get this word anomia again which means lawless without law a lawless attitude okay and it's it's a greek word um that means law but in in the greek um the word nomia if you take take it apart it means law but when you put the a in front of it it cancels out the original meaning and makes it the opposite so when you put the word a in front of it it's anomia and so then it means lawless so the last day society will do away with the laws of god and in the last day society there is a secret plan at work to do away with moral values we see that happening I've heard so many people say, you know, the way things used to be, you know, it's not the way things used to be. People will have no compass of right or wrong. People just do whatever they want to do. They don't, people, it used to be that, uh, like young kids, like you, you had respect for people that were older than you. You didn't just talk to them any kind of way, didn't just deal with them any old kind of way. You had a respect for elderly uh, people. And now, I mean, people, it, it is, it is really something. It is just really something. It's really sad to see. So, um, lawless, it doesn't necessarily mean riots, but it does include those and we have seen those, but it means that a world that is no longer has a view of the Bible or the Bible is no longer the guiding post or the compass. Okay. So it's so sad. It's so sad. So to, just to put it simply is that it's, 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 it's a setup for the new world order, which makes the atmosphere set for the Antichrist. He has to come into a lawless atmosphere. Okay, and so that's being set up now. So lawlessness, it's the current trend of our time. If you look around, that's what it is. It's the current trend of our time. So even in Paul's time, when he wrote this, this plan was at work because, you know, he says these things, the, the mystery of iniquity. He says, doth already work. It's working now, is what he's saying. It's working right now. So there's nothing new under the sun, the Bible says. This stuff has been going on. And if you really research a lot of the things that are taking place and that are going on 
it will all date back to Bible times. You'll see it. It's just now it's present day, but it, it all dates back to that. Okay. So this has been at work all down through the years. Satan has been trying to modify society to get it primed and primed and ready and prepared to receive the, the Antichrist. So there really is a conspiracy that has been at work. And if you don't see it, you just blind. I feel sorry for you. You have to open your eyes. There's a conspiracy that is at work. The devil has been diligently at work to get society ready to receive the lawless one, the son of doom, the son of perdition, the Antichrist, the son of Satan. Society at this moment, really right now, is ready to receive him more than any other generation ever before. Our society is in a mode to receive him but the good news is one thing that is stopping the antichrist from taking center stage the great restrainer the great restrainer was present in paul's day and it until until this very moment that we're living in and now the restrainer is still here so you have to ask yourself this question just think logically for just a moment what has been around for centuries that's holding all the wickedness back what is the thing that they always try to attack they try to shut down. They try to silence. They persecute because truth comes from it. And that's the church, the people of God. Not the building, but the people of God all over the world. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're in schools. They're in administration. They're, they're in uh, uh, theater. They're in, um, uh, where else? They're in, it's in books. People, the people of God, Christian people. They're everywhere. They're in every nation. They're in every country. In every country. So then he says here, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he will be taken out of the way. So be taken. Uh, it just means it's a, a surprising event. Well, what's a surprising event that's going to take place? The rapture. The Bible tells us it's going to happen in the twinkling of an eye. Suddenly, all these people are going to be gone. That's the event. That be taken. That's what's going to happen. And out of the way, it just simply means out of the middle of things. Remember I told you that when the rapture takes place, it's going to be in the midst of a terrible time. I mean, it, God's going to come and just snatch us out right in the midst, right, just right in the nick of time, right in the nick of time. He's going to come. Remember the example I gave you, I have the dog was chasing, chasing my sister and my little friend and how we were running for our lives. <laughs> oh my goodness, running for our lives. I just remember my heart was like, several miles in front of me and just heart was racing i was running as fast as i could and right in the nick of time our little friend her grandfather he must have heard us screaming and yelling he came out and the dog just just ran the other way you know it, he scared the dog away and oh my goodness when i think about that that's what it's going to be like when the rapture takes place that he's going to come back and get us right in the nick of time so let me read the riv version of second thessalonians 2 and 7 it says these events have already these events excuse me have been covertly in the making for a long time but the world doesn't realize that a secret plan is being executed right now under their own noses right 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 in front of us y'all it's, it's happening all right the only thing that has kept this plan from already being consummated is the supernatural force that has been holding it back until now but one day this force will be removed from the picture and when that happens these events will quickly transpire so once the church is taken out and raptured whew, this stuff is going to just like come gushing in like a tsunami 
because it's been it's been being held back by the church. It almost gives you a picture of I know there's been times when uh, my brothers and our, our sister and I, you know, we were acting squirrely, and my brothers might have been chasing us, and to get away from them, I go into a room and try to close the door, and they push their body up against the door, and I'm trying to hold it with all my me and my sister sometimes trying to hold it with all of our might. That's what it's a picture of. These evil forces are trying to get in, but the church is holding them back. But if we would have let go of that door, we would let go of that door, you know, if we were, you know, out of the way, then they would have just come rushing in on us. And that's what this evil, that's to give you the picture of what this evil is like. So 2 Thessalonians 2, 8, let's go there. It says, and then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy him with the brightness of his coming. There's the hope right there. The wicked one is just the wicked one, the lawless one. So he's going to come center stage. But let's 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 look at his fate, okay? Because it says here, then he the wicked one will be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume. So this word consume means to kill, to murder, to slay, to slaughter, to do away with, to abolish. So Jesus will destroy him at the end of the seven year tribulation. Jesus will annihilate him. It says with the spirit of his mouth. So it's just like Jesus is going to just do one puff of his breath. Because that word spirit means breath. That's how powerful the word of God is in the mouth of Jesus. He's just going to do one puff of his breath and it'll all be over. He's going to destroy him. He's going to do away with him forever. So with the brightness is the word. It's the, a sudden appearance. So Jesus is going to come after seven year tribulation. and He's going to do away with him. This word uh, brightness is where we get the word for epiphany. So for the Antichrist, when Jesus comes, okay, it's going to be like an epiphany for him. Like, uh-oh, you know, he's been ruling and doing work in his works of darkness for a few moments. But Jesus is coming on the scene. And this word coming is the word parousia, which I've talked about this before. And it just, it, it, it pictures the arrival of one who alone can deal with the situation. So Jesus, after the end of the seven-year tribulation, will come with all power. And he has all power. And he will set things in order. The Antichrist is going to have a rude awakening because he will realize that his time is up. And with one puff of his mouth, with one puff of Jesus' mouth, he will destroy him just like that. That's the God that we serve. He's so powerful. He's so mighty. He has all power in his hands. This will initiate the millennial reign. So the Antichrist does not have all power. He only has what God gives him. But Jesus is going to come and set things in order and let you know who has all power. And that all power belongs to the God of the Bible, the God in heaven. He is still seated on the throne. He still rules and reigns over all. He is so much bigger than our finite minds. He's infinite. He's eternal. He's from everlasting to everlasting. And he is going to set things in order order stay tuned next week as i continue with these episodes we're going to pick up and uh, just probably got a few more episodes to go but let me pray with you for just a moment father i thank you for your word i thank you today father god that as those that have listened lord i thank you that you're doing something in the hearts and minds of the people that you're stirring hearts father god you're drawing them closer to you you're giving them a greater understanding of what is to come and father it is glorious because you are a great God. So I thank you today, Lord, that you bless each and every individual. I thank you for touching each and every heart. 
I pray that you compel them to share this episode with someone else that could be blessed, someone else that may be living in fear and, and, and just anxiety and worry has overtaken them because of the things that are taking place in the world. But Father, I thank you for your peace, which passes all understanding to guard their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Remember, that in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Remember the words in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Thank you.